This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. Great to be with you once again. My name is Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here. We'll have Marco on the updates on a another busy night when it comes to basketball. We've got a little break here between the football games with the college football championship happening last night. And uh, we've got some NFL this weekend, as you know, Super Wild Card Weekend. But we don't have a football game now until Saturday afternoon. So, you know, December's a fun month. Whether whether some of these games matter or not, whether they're bowl games that aren't what they used to be or not, they're football games. And uh, we don't have any of those for a few days. And it'll get worse. There will be... There will be a, a two-week gap without a football game. And now they don't do the Pro Bowl, which I think um, is a is a sin. It's a crime from the NFL. The Pro Bowl is good. Even if it's just guys running before they get tackled, it is it is better than what they gave us and what they are giving us. The Pro Bowl games ain't it. I would rather have the junk we had than the junk we have now. But you guys, you guys wanted hard-hitting football in a Pro Bowl game. You guys wanted the pro. You guys wanted these teams to defend their NFC and AFC honor and play like it was the Super Bowl. And when that wasn't good enough, the NFL scrapped it entirely. And now we have flag football. Thrilling. Then it's going to be months without football. Oh my gosh! But we'll have basketball to entertain. Eventually, baseball, obviously, and just the twists and turns that happen each and every year. When it comes to sports and we've got some twists and turns in the NFL this week. First of all, there's a lot of, uh, there's a, there's a lot of discussion and a lot of like maybe tea leaves. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into some of this stuff. Shep, I thought that Jim Harbaugh would be like gone the next day, but apparently that's not the case. Now I'm seeing other reports like him and JJ McCarthy want to see what they can do. And you know, maybe he might stay and I would think it's more shocking if Jim Harbaugh stays at Michigan than it was that Michigan finally won a national championship again. I just assume that the NFL is the place for him to be. And now with another top candidate on the market with Mike Vrabel getting fired from the Titans, I don't know that Jim Harbaugh has as much time as he thinks he has. I understand it hasn't even been 24 hours since they won, but I did think we'd get like another leakage of a report here by now. Right. Um, here's the thing, Bart. We know that Harbaugh loves Michigan. He just hates college football. That's his dilemma. Does he love Michigan more than he hates college football? And if he does, 
he's going to come back and try to repeat, right? I guess. I mean, it's kind of like the predicament I'm in. I hate radio, <laughs> but I love Odyssey. Well, so I, well I done. That was that was very clever, my friend. <laughs> well it's done. The same, it's, it's the same thing. The TV, the t- all the TV networks want me, and everyone assumes I'm going to go to TV. But I just I I like where I'm at. So what am I supposed to do? Well, you do have a face for TV. Hey, I've been on TV in the last calendar year. Okay. That was that, that wasn't shade. I, I wasn't being sarcastic. You're a good-looking guy. Okay, shut. All right, you you get on TV sometimes. I do. I do. Uh, yeah. SN, SNY. I don't know how familiar people are with SNY outside of the metropolitan area, but very I do, much not so. For, yeah. There, now you now you're you're in the industry and you've been in it for a long time, so you're familiar with SNY. Um, I have a vague concept of what I know. It's like the S stands for sports. Right. Something. And then the NY, I assume, stands for uh, New York. Yeah. And here's the thing. Yeah. Easy way for people to remember this. It's basically the home of the Mets. I thought Mets had something yeah. to do with it. Exactly. Okay. Keith, Keith, right. Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling are, are the stars of the of the network. And uh, when Ron's not with Bob Costas, he can actually talk. Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, I thought Bob was your buddy. I love I love Bob. <laughs> that was a joke, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. That was a joke. I love Bob Costas. Is to me the greatest to ever do this uh, for a living. So that was never that was not meant with any seriousness or uh, temerity whatsoever. Mm, okay, all right. Yeah, I, I've been I've been on TV in the last month. Wow, from my basement, they let me zoom in from my basement. You've been on ESPN. Have I ever been on ESPN? Yeah. Uh, mm, no, sir. Okay. For now. No, sir. For now. I, I just need to read a few more stacks of books on conspiracies, and then I'll get a slot on ESPN in no time. <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you something. Maybe a specific executive is not happy with the way that is going right now in terms of the Fat McAfee show, but they are loving the attention. The E stands for entertainment, and you and I both know, Bart, that's what they care about more than anything else right now. I've been on TNT. That's a big deal. I, TN- was, in the cr- I was in the crowd of an NBA game. Oh no! I I mean I'm taught like I mean if I'm if I'm <laughs> if I'm like you know I know I know he's not there anymore but if I'm like uh, David Levy, um, and I'm an executive for TNT, I'm talking about like Bart Winkler for programming purposes. Have you ever been on ESPN or TNT? I mean, crowd shots sometimes maybe right. that counts. Now, like I crowd shot d- during the pandemic, or was it like a legit crowd shot? No, 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 no. Remember when uh, there were? Remember when the Bucks? Remember? Do you remember? When the Bucks won the championship, uh, didn't they win one in '71? Uh, more recent, 2021. You don't say. Yeah, and they showed a big crowd of the 60,000 people outside the stadium. I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, my little head's in there. You can see my little head. All right, man. That's uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's an accomplishment. Yeah, no, I, I I was there. Why are we talking about TV? Oh yeah, because TV wants me. And I, I keep I keep choosing radio. Um, Mike Rabel, I think, has his sh- shot also of choosing maybe he, where he wants to go. I thought this was a kind of surprise firing. And I understand that the Patriots are likely to move on from Belichick. I don't know exactly what the order this is all going to happen in. But we assume Harbaugh, well, there's going to be a Harbaugh decision. And there's going to be a Belichick-Patriots decision. And I don't know if there are any, like, cross-pollination of those decisions. I don't know if there 
related in any way. I don't know if one's waiting for another, but there's all these decisions that are going to happen. The Mike Vrabel decision with Tennessee was going to happen at some point, which we didn't really assume that that would be a job that he would get fired from. We thought that if anything, Vrabel would want to go to New England, that New England would open up and Mike Vrabel would say, hey, I used to play there. Uh, I would like to coach there now. I would like to continue what I'm doing, but just do it in a different spot where I won some Super Bowls. His his Titans career, why I find this a little surprising, is he was a good coach. He was a good coach. And coaches have been named Coach of the Year in different sports um, and then gotten fired. Dwayne Casey, I think it happened to him recently in the NBA. But two years ago, Mike Vrabel was the coach of the year for the Titans. Mike Vrabel, his six-year tenure with the Titans, he's got a winning record. Nine and seven his first year, nine and seven the next year. And that was the year. Remember the playoff game? Remember the playoff game where he was like manipulating the clock on a punt with false starts, and it was like a chess match between him and Bill Belichick, his former coach. They then went into Baltimore and won. Then we're in an AFC championship game and we're competitive in that one. I think they ended up uh, blowing a lead there, but they got on the doorstep of the Super Bowl, made the playoffs the next two years, both winning their division with double digit wins, 11 and five and 12 and five. Uh, Vrabel coach of the year, the 2021 year, seven and 10 though last year, and then six and 11 the year before that. And I don't know that he was given a lot of favors like, Vrabel was a very good coach. And then what do the Titans do above him? They trade A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, I I think we're at the point now where you almost forget A.J. Brown was a Titan. But he was a Titan. He's a very good one. And they traded him for picks because they didn't want to pay him. And then they get Traylon Burks, who's been on and off the injury report, and Jeremy Ruckert, who was an afterthought. Then Ryan Tannehill uh, is signed to this big deal, so they, they don't have a lot of money to use when it comes to the rest of the team, the Titans, if they don't want Mike Vrabel, they could be in a position where they could, hey, maybe somebody else wants him. Because he's the kind of guy that if there's an opening, the teams are going to be interested in him. And then even teams that already have a coach might look and say, oh, Vrabel's available? Maybe, maybe we go and get and get him. And the Titans could have had some bit of leverage telling teams, hey, you know, if you want Mike Vrabel, we're looking to move just a different direction Maybe we can work out some compensation. But the report from Diana Rossini of The Athletic, the Titans believe that training Vrabel was too complicated and would take too long, and they wanted to move on quickly. Vrabel never asked ownership for a trade. He never asked out of Tennessee. He was just uh, let go. So that's kind of interesting, everything that happened there. So Mike Vrabel is now on the market. Um, you've got Jim Harbaugh, who could be a candidate to go somewhere. You've got Bill Belichick, who we assume the Patriots and him are going to part ways in some way, shape, or form. We're not quite sure how, but he's available. Suddenly, you've got you've got a pretty good like free agent class, or however you want to describe it, of coaches that if you're a team that needs a coach, and there are a team that needs coaches... Uh, that, that there's some good candidates for you. And then there's also, if you're one of these teams that has a coach, like I mentioned, maybe you look and say the the grass could be greener on the other side. Like if you're the Bears, 
You've still got Matt Eberflus, who some people think may be uh, getting fired or may keep his job. But even if you even if you're in that position, look at these guys that are possibly available and may want to come and, and call. I mean, when you're in a good position too, sure you've got you know some guys you have to answer to, and we'll see if the McCaskey family will pay all this money. But you've got a good roster. I think you've got a better roster and draft picks than a team like the Chargers. A better situation than maybe the Panthers. You know, I think the Raiders, I think the Raiders should stay with Pierce, but these names are too big for a guy like Mark Davis to not want to make a splash on. You've got the Washington Commanders, which new ownership, and now Bob Myers from his short-lived ESPN tenure, his former Golden State Warriors tenure, now all of a sudden they've got a little more sustainability and competency in the front office. Maybe that's an attractive job to go. So not only are there a lot of candidates, but there are a lot of openings, and not all of these openings are are tremendously bad. I think like I'm I still I'm not I am not into the Chargers job. I don't think that is an attractive job. Justin Herbert is a tr- an attractive piece of rebuilding and and going there. But the rest of the team, there's a lot of salary cap decisions you have to make. There's you have no fans. I mean, it's, I don't. I just don't think it's a great position. Maybe that means like less. There's not going to be like there's going to be less uh, people asking for you to be fired, so you have a little bit more leniency because nobody supports this team. It seems like I don't know that that's that attractive. Tennessee, maybe they can't find a no quarterback. Will Levis looked like it for a week, and then he struggled, and then got hurt, and they you know two years in a row now they've drafted somebody outside of the first round. Uh, with Malik Willis and then Will Levis. The Commanders, again, decent front office. The Raiders, they've had players advocating for Antonio Pierce to be the coach. The Panthers is a dreadful situation because David Tepper will tell you he's going to give you three years and he'll give you three weeks. Um, And then there's other teams that, you know, could pick and choose and say maybe we want somebody else. I mean, and it could be be anybody. It could be anybody. Who's to say that the Bears – who I mentioned, don't say that there's a better option. Who's to say, who's to say that the Giants, Brian Dable, he was coach of the year last year. Well, they fell flat on their face this year. Is Brian Dable a better option than some of these guys that are available? Who's to say that one of these playoff teams, that what if they get bounced? The Eagles have lost like five of their last six. They get bounced to Tampa Bay in the playoffs after starting 9-10-0? Nick Sirianni, do you have a hundred percent confidence in him? You know, maybe maybe they move on from somebody. So there's there's these jobs that are open clearly, but then there's a lot of these other jobs that could be open because of the attractiveness of the candidates. So I find this to be possibly the most compelling coaching cycle that we're going to see because we already got a surprise today. Mike Vrabel being fired was not something that a lot of us expected. We thought maybe there was a chance he would want to go to New England somehow, but we didn't think that the Tennessee Titans would be the one making the move. Or maybe this was a, we don't want you to break up with us. We're going to break up with you situation. Although this benefits Vrabel because he doesn't, he's just out. He's, he's out and able to go wherever he wants. So it's going to be very interesting what happens here with all of these coaches, because you've got a lot of openings I think there's more attractive jobs that are open than there were a cycle ago when Sean Payton just said, 
screw it. First one that gives me $15 million, I'm going to. Okay, Denver. I think there's better job openings this time around, or at least there are jobs where a good coach can step in and then make something of it. Like if, you, if there's if there's an opening, it's not like, oh, hey, I'm just going to step in and coach the Chiefs now. I mean, that, that's not what happens here, but it's not as bad. Like there's only one team like the Panthers. Typically, there's four or five teams in a mess like the Panthers. There's 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 the Panthers, with all due respect, even though I don't think the Chargers is that great of a job. It is like light years ahead of a Carolina Panthers job uh, for sure. So it's going to be very interesting to find out what happens and what continues to happen. And this already a domino that we maybe did not expect to fall. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. If you're a team in need of a coach, if you've got a coach that you don't like, if you just want to talk straight up NFL, I got a lot of NFL we want to get to today. Still want to react to some of the stuff that happened on Sunday. Definitely want to look ahead to this weekend that we're going to get with um, a bunch of games, six great games we are in store for. Could there be some upsets? Is this path to the Super Bowl inevitable between the Ravens and the Niners? So there's so much on the plate. I'm just trying to figure out where I want to start eating. And I do, I do like to mix up my food. I don't just eat one thing and then eat another. I like to... I like the mashed potatoes with the stuffing, with the turkey. I like to kind of alternate the bites. So we can do that a little bit if we please. 855-212-4227. I'm Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. The only timetable is to do this correctly, uh, take our time, be thoughtful, uh, do all the interviews, uh, be respectful, make sure we have a full, diverse uh, slate of candidates that we're considering uh, in every way, um, and uh, give each and every one of them an opportunity to express their vision for our football team, for our franchise, uh, for the roster, and uh, where, where we are and where we expect to go. This is the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. That is Atlanta United owner. And he owns the Atlanta Falcons, too, <laughs> not just the soccer team. Uh, Arthur Blank, who is looking now for a new head coach after firing Arthur Smith, who led the Falcons to three, seven, and ten years. And if there's one thing you know about the Atlanta Falcons the last few years, is that they keep drafting guys in the first round, offensive talent, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, and then not using them. The quarterback situation, they did not have a guy that was good. Desmond Ritter, I thought, at Cincinnati, I thought that year that they went to the playoff, Ritter was all right, and then slowly just was not the guy that I thought he was. A lot of that second, that back half of that Cincinnati season, when the playoffs began to be a realization for them, was Jerome Ford, the running back now with the Browns, and their defense. Uh, you know, Sauce being one of them. So there was, there was, a, 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 that was a good team, and I think they they deserved to get into the playoffs, even though they got whooped. Um, but Desmond Ritter was not going to be the guy, and you know, Heineke is another one of these guys that. As a backup, he comes in, has a nice game, can give you another nice start, but then that's about it. You don't 
Like he's a nice break glass in case of emergency guy, but eventually, you know, you don't, you don't, you got to get a new battery in the fire alarm, right? You can't, you got to, you got to protect yourself again. You can't just go with that thing. If you replace your tire on the road, you can't, you can get the spare tire to get home. I'm trying to stuff three analogies into, <laughs> you got, you got the first analogy. Here's seven more for you. But that's the kind of situation that they were in, and they could never figure out the quarterback thing. And they were one of the teams that the weirdest thing about this offseason, now looking back when he might win the MVP, Lamar Jackson, is how many teams rushed. I know they almost tripped over each other to tell each other, we don't want Lamar Jackson. And there's a reason where we say, oh, Justin Fields would be good in this offense, or what if they had Lamar, or just any capable guy that could stand upright, really. And I think a lot of people learn more about the Atlanta Falcons than they wanted to because of fantasy football and maybe some gambling. Uh, And so we got to know a little bit more about Arthur Smith because he was never playing the guys that we thought he would play. And then I do think that Art Smith did not like that. So there was that week that B. John Robinson was hurt or sick or whatever it was. And I, I do think that that was some manipulation. They got fined for it, but I think he was trying to tell people, hey, look, I'm the coach around here. I'm the coach around here. It's not you guys. You don't control us. I'm a football coach. I think he's one of the worst five football coaches I've ever seen in my lifetime. I don't know how he inspires any confidence. Um, I don't know what he was trying to like do with this team. I don't know what more they could have done for him. I thought having him as a head coach, they overachieved with those seven wins each of those three years. And I'm not sure that he'll ever coach again in this league. Guys like Arthur Smith. I've met guys like Arthur Smith. I've seen guys like Arthur Smith. I've interviewed. I've covered guys like Arthur Smith. Guys like Arthur Smith are guys that coach high school football. They're successful at that job. They they are jerks. Nobody likes them. They're social studies coach uh, teachers that have a intern every semester. And they coach their football team, and that's their life, and everybody hates them, but they win the state title two out of every three years, and it's great for the city. And that that's who he is to me. That's the vibe. That's the feeling. That's the impression I get from him. So he can go somewhere and coach a, a football team to titles. It's just they're going to be like – it's going to say 3A in front of them. This is, a, this is a high school football coach. And there's a lot of high school football coaches that are successful, and that's fine. But there are college football coaches, there are pro football coaches, and there are high school football coaches, and he is a high school football coach. And I don't think he's going to get a job ever again. I don't, I don't think he's going to be a coordinator. Unless, but, you know, in this league, you know, you got buddies, so somebody will hire him again. But how, how excited are you going to be in five years if your team hires Arthur Smith as a coach? You will be furious. Furious, unless you're like, you know, a high school, then you'll be pumped. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Talking some NFL here. A lot of coaching changes. A lot of playoff previewing that we want to do as well, or wherever you want to take it. Let's get out to Greg. Start us off tonight from Michigan, Greg. Hey Bart, Mister Positive. Thank you for taking my call. My God, where do I where do I begin? I love your uh, food analogy. Uh, putting it on the plate, mashed potatoes and the stuffing. Oh my God, that's good. Good radio, my friend. Every, good yeah, radio. every, you know, that's that's going to be the kind of uh, theme with this show. Every night's a buffet. 
You know, oh, may, maybe I, there'll be some nights where we get real focused on the mac and cheese, the lobster mac and cheese that is finally fresh tonight, and we just eat the lobster mac and cheese all night, maybe. But maybe other uh, nights we go up for some cookies or we go up for the chicken or we go up for the, uh, you know, the fish, whatever. We're, we're a buffet, and we'll eat accordingly every night. Oh, my God. I just I, I love that. Um, yeah, Bart's Buffet just, and Brats. There's just a couple things with uh, – Draymond Green, hopefully the best will turn out for him, and hopefully he'll rectify it. But I think he's a, he's a little bit impetuous, so he's really going to have to really work at that. Um, and uh, with uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel, um, I don't know where Aaron's going with this, but you got to understand, I love a little bit of late night to get what they – their just desserts, their comeuppance. You know, they put down everybody to being comical and all that stuff, and yes, that's comedy and stuff like that. But I just like it going back onto people like, especially Kimmel. Uh, it's a long story. I don't, I don't get along with him, and I don't like him at all. You personally but, uh, don't get along with him, or you just don't like him? I, 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 I don't like him because he's said a couple things that really, um, okay, really bother. Yeah, me. no, the, I, the the late night talk shows are people either really like these guys or. Are very anti these guys. I get it. Bart, you know who Greg is uh, friends with? You know who he's on good terms with? No. Though? Chris Cuomo. Yes. Um, oh, your buddies with Chris Cuomo? Yeah, he's a, a good guy. Trust News me. News Nation's uh, Chris Bart. Cuomo? Yes, I've been on 35 times, and he's a great guy. Just trust me. He's he's intelligent. He's he's just really trying to find the human condition. He really is good. And I, I know that Shep just, um, you know, um, you know, but, uh, you know, I, he, Chris is great. And uh, uh, because of my – have you ever heard of Charlie Ledoff? Uh, he won a uh, Pulitzer Prize or, uh, for his book, uh, Detroit uh, something. Um, it's just – it's us three. You know, I just, it, it's just – it's all good stuff. But uh, I got to tell you about Harbaugh. What's going to happen is – Wait, what, won, I just looked I, up Charlie Ledoff. He didn't Ledoff. have a good last month. No, yeah, don't bring that up, please, please. He's, okay. You know, it's just going, to, yeah, he's a really good guy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just Googled him, yeah. and it's. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, uh, um, but, uh, um, but, yeah, guy, Cuomo's huh? great. Uh, Reverend Run DMC heard me on Cuomo and uh, loves who I am. Um, but with Harbaugh, I don't think he's going to stay in Michigan. He's done everything possible. I think, you know, we obviously know that uh, football is king or the NFL is king. And he is probably extremely competitive with his brother, uh, John. So he's going to try to win a Super Bowl. And to this, to, uh, at this moment, I just don't get his coaching style. What makes Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, um, good? Uh, you, you listen to him after a, con- uh, after a game. And he looks like deer in headlights, and you just don't know where he's going to go. And you think about on the practice field and stuff, what's he like? And I just uh, – I, I, do you know what makes Harbaugh great? I, 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 I mean, does he have the brains of Belichick and Reed? He doesn't have our Coach Campbell, uh, uh, you know, the uh, – you know, bite them in the kneecaps, uh, tear off their whatever. He just is just somebody like – he's a space cadet. And he looks out there, and he's just like, where is he? Where is he going? Where, what's happening here? I guess I'm almost the same way right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, <laughs> Bart, but uh, yeah, uh, great uh, radio. Love you guys. 
Um, Bart, do, do you mind hey. if I, Bart, do you mind if I just say this very quickly before you go with this answer? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Greg, I feel like we've talked about this before because you've yes, asked sir. the same question before. What makes him so? Yeah, did I answer this yeah, question last week? Yeah, I'm almost positive you answered this question last week. Yeah, <laughs> Greg, Greg, the did exact, you ask yeah, me? the exact same question, pretty much the exact same hour too. But what I is said, it? I, I said he gets guys to play for him. <laughs> yes. I mean, but I mean, he's not well liked. It seems the like players the like don't him. like him. Greg, his his team like him. The wrong way. You just got to be liked. If you're the if you're the leader of your tribe, you just got to be liked by your people. You're right. You're right. Bart, as always, son of a gun, you're right. Everybody go for your dreams. Love you, everybody. Bart, you're awesome. Shep, you know how I feel. Shep, baby, rules. Thanks, Greg. Mr. Positive. Yes. Um, yeah, you answered you answer this question in like a, a, a one-and-a-half-minute summation, and you hit mm-hmm. the nail on the head with Master Motivator. Game, you know, game preparation. He gets his players to buy in. Everywhere he goes, he's in his credibility. And Greg was like really taken back by that answer last week. And he was like, you know what? I never heard anyone put it that way. And so I'm shocked. A week later, and he's a smart. He's a really smart guy. He's asking the same question. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where, where am I? The apocalypse? I feel like I'm, I'm listening to the same exact show last week. Well, you know, we're a four-hour show, and people, you know, get us when they get us, and. You know, we can't assume. I think a lot of people on radio assume that if you have a show, everyone that ever listens for a minute has listened to everything you've ever put out. So normally, I don't think we should say anything, but I did. It was the same guy. It was the same exact guy. The same same exact time. The same exact question. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, you know, last week was practice, and this week, this was the this is the week that counts, maybe. You know, for everybody. Speaking of which, I don't think you made the announcement on the air. Now you might have done it on social media. Speaking of your show. Yeah, big announcement. Yeah, I think so. You can podcast us now. Yes, 24-7. You can get every single word, every syllable that is uttered out of Bart Winkler's mouth, the Bart Winkler Show. You can go to Omni or Odyssey, and you can get the four-hour show. You can download it for free. Yeah. Yeah, when I got this job, I didn't hear from anyone in my family, and then once they found out you could get it the next day and not live, (laughs) uh, they're going to throw me a party on Saturday. Very exciting news. But you can get the pod. You know what? You know what's interesting about this Rogers thing? I don't need to spend too much time on this. Um, I just find the whole thing fascinating in terms of like um where we're at in history. We have an NFL quarterback who is one of the best fighting with a late night talk show host over basically medicine and science. Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel are essentially fighting over COVID. Could you imagine, like, Johnny Carson and Joe Montana fighting over the AIDS epidemic? Could you imagine Jack Parr and Johnny Unitas fighting over polio? Like, this is ridiculous. How did we get here? What what are, what are we doing? And now, uh, tune into McAfee to, to hear that, and then tune into Kimmel it's like what what are we doing? Uh and it is ESPN on ESPN Crime or Disney on Disney Crime and the whole thing is just very very weird. So that's that's really the thing I find the most fascinating is we we've lived through a lot of weird stuff. I wonder this in uh this will be hopefully why my one Marvel thing of the night, okay? Um as a big Marvel fan, MCU, big day today, echo dropping, watched episode 1 before the show. 
Um, very good. But I always wonder, like, when something weird happens in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, how anyone can freak out. Like, how can anyone have a bad day if they spill coffee on their pants? Because a few years back, everyone got snapped out of existence for five years. And then before that, aliens came out of the sky and tore up half of New York. So I think that we're almost at this point. Like, we should we should look at an NFL quarterback and a late-night talk show host fighting over medicine as something that's like, stop the presses, this is weird. This is why one of my one of my greatest takes, I will say, I will say, Shep, is one of my greatest takes, is that I think, and to bring to bring out the art bell in me, I think aliens missed their window. I don't think aliens coming to Earth now will ever have the same impact as it would have been in the past. They missed their window. Because there might be aliens in Miami, some people think. And, like, barely anyone cares. An alien could really take over the, like, come on the TV right now and say, we are now in charge. And we'd be like, so do I got to work tomorrow or what? Like, we, we're, we're <laughs> past the point. Yeah. Aliens missed their window, I think. So you're a Mars Attacks fan. Because that's what that was right there. I did like Mars Attacks. Underrated movie. I agree with you. Um, very cartoonish, but I did I did like Mars Attacks, yes. 855-212-4227. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227. David Shepard is here as well, and we're honored to be joined by all of you, including from the DMV. It's Super Dave. What's happening, Super Dave? Bart, what up, though? What thanks up? For, thanks for taking my call, bro. Um, really quick, man, as you just stated, I'm calling from the DMV, so you know who I want to touch bases on. I want to talk about them good old Washington commanders. Um, a couple key a couple key points I want to make, and I want to ask you a question at the end. Um, but I just want to say I think that our um, team – should be one of the most attractive landing spots this offseason. Um, I say that because we have the number two overall pick, um, and also we have a lot of money, a lot of salary cap, $80 million plus in salary cap, and we have five picks in the top 100. My only problem is I'm glad they fired Ron Rivera. Misery Monday was one of the best Mondays yesterday. Um, but my, my, my only problem and the only way I'm reserved is because who do we give these keys to? Um, this is a pretty much a brand new Ferrari and you don't just want to give it to anybody to drive. Um, I want to make sure that we bring in a great football man. Um, I, I do know we hired Adam Peters, but I mean, is that, good because he's he's a basketball mind guy. Um they they brought in Rick Spillman, uh OGM from Minnesota Vikings. Uh that's neither here nor there. Um but I do say 
I heard um, from sources that they did interview Adam Peters today, the assistant general manager from the San Francisco 49ers. He's actually having dinner in Miami with Josh Harris today. Um, So I'm hoping that they can pass the keys to Adam Peters. But I just want to know, do you think um, Adam Peters would be a good fit for this as a general manager? And far as a head coach, do you think um, Adam Peters and Ben Johnson, the OC from – from um, Detroit Lions, do you think they will make a good pair and bring this Commanders team back to the rising franchise it once used, it once used to be? Um, Bart, thanks for taking my call, and now listen on the back end, brother. Thanks a lot. Yeah, good to talk to you. Peters would be coming over from San Francisco. Obviously, people are very impressed with everything that the Niners have been doing in assembling that roster. And I will give them that credit. I mean, George Kittle and Debo Samuel and, um, you know, Brandon Ayuk, these are good NFL players. And we always say, oh, Brock Purdy's got all these weapons. Well, these guys weren't like top five picks coming out of the draft either. So there is some good scouting of talent there. And it's how much is like the assistant general manager? How much does he have to do with that? Uh, Although I would think that if you were a commander's fan and you can get someone from that Niners tree, you'd be very happy about that. I would think they should go the way. Now, Bed Johnson, offensive coordinator, um, Detroit, I would think that that is a better route to go than a Bill Belichick. I know that's kind of been where a lot of people have put him. Uh, I think you got to start with somebody young. I think you got to start with somebody hungry. I think you got to start with somebody that um, will give you some time, too. They, they, this needs to be whoever the commanders get. I th- and maybe all maybe this is an overarching statement, but for the commanders specifically, they need to get somebody who is like this is the job. This is the job they want. They're not here to then get a job somewhere else. They're not. They're not coming here after having their job for a long time, and this is just like the the end of the run. They need somebody who's going to come in there and totally buy into everything. And what they've done over the last few years with the rebranding and uh, hiring all these guys, I think Bob Myers is a guy, the, the basketball guy from Golden State. So he brings a pedigree to him, even though it was a different sport. I think that that is probably where the commanders should go uh, in, instead of like a Belichick. Now, if you get a Mike Vrabel or a, a Jim Harbaugh, I mean, even these guys might be worthwhile. There's just there's a lot of candidates now. And there's still you're adding all these name brands to a lot of these up and coming brands. I mean, we've kind of heard Ben Johnson a little bit here and there. Hot uh, young candidate, they say, could get promoted, could find a job, going to be the hottest assistant in this cycle. We'll see how long the Lions go. Some teams don't like to wait. That's one of the weird parts about the timing in all this is the further the Lions go, does Ben Johnson miss out on his opportunity? So we'll see. There's also Eric Bieniemy, who they could promote, and that was what we assumed would happen: is that they would appro- they would they would eventually fire Ron Rivera after a year, and then go on to Bieniemy. But I'm not sure if that's the case. Let's get to Randy in Cleveland. What's up, Randy? Hey, I uh, doing? Uh, first of all, go Browns. Um, they were once where the uh, the Commanders are at right now. Um, but to, to to reply to the other caller, I don't I don't think. They're as as attractive as anybody inside of Washington thinks they are. Um, they traded away their their top two defensive backs. Um, they kind of have like a who are we now type of type of vibe. 
and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't call him a Ferrari unless you are talking about the Ferrari that fell out of the garage in the Ferris Bueller movie. But uh, <laughs> I do like the Eric I do like the Eric uh, the Eric Bien-Aimé, um option. Well, and there and go Browns. I'll say go Browns with you. It's a fun hey, story. Thanks, thanks, Randy. Um, and and a, and a decent team. Um, but I'll I'll say with the Commanders too. Yes, they traded some of their guys in Sweat and Chase Young, and maybe it gives somebody an opportunity to kind of start with their own thing. I think that if I, if I were certainly an NFL head coach or somebody that was a, a coordinator or had the opportunity to be a head coach, I would look at first and foremost, the number one thing I would look at is who's going to pay me the most. And then, and then after that, I would look at, um, can I make an imprint here? Can I, can this be like reflective upon me? I don't want to come and take over somebody else's team. I don't want to inherit somebody else's mess. Like I know that I know he got $18 million to do it, but I'm still not sure from a football standpoint, why Sean Payton ever thought going to Denver was a good idea. And now there's reports that they might keep Russell Wilson. That seems weird. I, I don't think that that is happening or they must've just realized, Oh, you mean if we cut them, it's like $80 million against our cap that we can't do anything with. Oh, um, and nobody wants to trade for him. Gosh, we surely thought there'd be suitors with how we barely let him do anything in this offense and then benched him with, uh, you know, two weeks to go for Jared Stidham, even though we were in contention for the playoffs. So I don't know. I would, I would want to, I would want a situation like that. And there's a lot of those situations and the commanders, you know, are one of them where they do have picks, got the number two pick. The Bears, if they move on from Eberflus, attractive. Even the New England Patriots, you would be stepping in for Bill Belichick. But at least with that job, like if it was Mike Vrabel or whoever, it's always hard stepping in for a legend. But at least the legend, like, was bad for the last few years or he, like, alienated himself. If somebody had to, if somebody had to step in for Belichick three years ago, it would be like, oh, my God, the shoes that you have to fill. But now I think you do get a little more leeway in New England because Belichick and those last few years did not go as well. So, so many different interesting things. Yes, every fan of their fan base might think that their team is a little more attractive, but uh, I, I think it's a Ferrari. There might be one dent on it on the way out of the dealership, but I do think Washington's a lot, well, a lot more attractive than it used to be. Shocking there. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 